This is episode 52, and in today's episode, we're going to dive into the topic of how to ensure your marriage succeeds under pressure. Now, life can throw us unexpected curveballs, but with the right tools and mindset, you and your husband or your wife can navigate the storms together and I believe emerge stronger than ever before. Just a reminder, the Happier Marriage Podcast is on a mission to eradicate unhappiness from marriages globally. And you're encouraged to join this movement by sharing this podcast with at least one other spouse. Even though there are a number of things you can do to keep your marriage from collapsing under pressure, I'll be sharing with you five of the most important strategies so you can succeed when your marriage is under pressure. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Happier Marriage Podcast, a podcast for spouses longing to have a happier marriage so they can feel more connected, desired and supported. Now to start the show, here is your host and Sherpa, licensed marriage and family therapist and certified relationship coach, Kingsley Grant. Now, before we dive into the topic of how to ensure your marriage succeeds under pressure, I want to ask you three questions. First one is this. Have you ever experienced external pressures that affected your marriage? How did you and your partner, your husband, your wife, how did you handle it? The second question I want to ask is this. In times of stress, do you tend to withdraw or lean on your partner for support? How does this impact your marriage? And the third question is, what are some of the pressures that you and your spouse are facing right now? Now, hang on to those questions and let's see, let's set the stage for this episode with the story of our fictional couple, Sarah and John. Now, Sarah and John have been married for 13 years. They have two young children. They they love each other very much, and they've been going through a, a rough time lately. John has been working long hours at his job. He's stressed out and tired all the time. Sarah is feeling overwhelmed. We're taking care of the kids and the house. She's also feeling lonely and neglected. And they have been arguing more and more lately. As you can just imagine, they're both feeling like they're at their wits end. Now, do you relate to any part of this story of Sarah and John? What do you think Sarah and John should do? Okay. Now, I'm just posing those questions because I'm going to answer those questions and more in this episode. And you may hear a solution, an answer to the questions about stress and navigating and succeeding that you're experiencing right now in your marriage. So I want you to hang tight because you're going to hear some things there as well. Now, some people may argue that marriage is just too hard. Have that been one of the things you have also said? 
whispered, maybe laying in your bed at night. You're like, man, this is too hard. I, I didn't know marriage was this hard. Or some may say that it's impossible to make sure your marriage succeeds under pressure. And I, I can see where if they're coming from a family history where there are a lot of broken marriages around them or they have seen marriages kind of collapse under pressure. I can understand why these two objections or why some people may think this way. Or maybe you're you're thinking this way. Or, or someone may say, there, there are too many factors that are out of our control. And, and they're right. There's sometimes when we're going through pressure, it's something external. It's something that we cannot, we couldn't avoid. It could be an illness, right? And, and who knows what that might be, what's working in our bodies. And it brings stress. I remember my wife and I, when I had, you know, in 2008, after resigning from my job of over 20, 20 years in June and six months later. Now here, I want you to kind of set the scene. I had no insurance. I actually was building up my business, which was a, a um, counseling practice. And I really didn't have much clients. I, I, was I was struggling. I was struggling. My wife was working. Thank God she had a, a full-time job. But I was a main breadwinner prior to me resigning with the idea that I wanted to start something. I wanted to start my own business. I felt like where I was, you know, my time is finished. I just felt like I just needed to move on. If you've ever been there, you know what I'm talking about. And so what happened is in December, six months later, after resigning and struggling financially and just basically just staying afloat, I had an open, you know, I had an open heart surgery. I had a heart attack. It wasn't something that... um our experience at what, that people would say I had a heart attack and I had to be rushed to the hospital just had chest pains and I was brought to the, I went to the hospital I drove myself to the hospital and I checked in and they said I got to keep you and long story short I had to have open heart surgery and for months after the surgery I had I was laid up as you can imagine trying to recover from a surgery I could not work I was all about recovering and my wife was holding things down and financially, we were stressed. And as you may know, that finances is one of the biggest stressors on relationships, on marriages. And many marriages fail as a result of that. And I was very, we were very stressed. And, you know, I just really at times worried about what was going to happen because I wasn't working and it was taking me a while to get back on my feet. And even when I was able to go back to work, as you can imagine, it took me a while to kind of get started again. So I... I know what it's like to have stress. I know when have external factors that are out of your control that bring stress. But again, it's how do you succeed? How do you not collapse? And what I'll share with you today is kind of reflects it reflects how we, my wife and I, basically came out on the other side, I believe, stronger in our faith, in our relationship, and just facing to face tough situations because we know that was not the only one we're going to face and, you know, different things come at different times. So I disagree then that people may say that it's, you know, it's too hard and somehow it's impossible to make sure and because there are many factors. So I would disagree that they're simply saying as a result of that, you can't succeed under pressure, under stress. And I, I disagree. I believe that 
um, these stressors, these pressures in your relationship, in your marriage, um, are things that can really help to increase your chances of success in your intimacy, in your in your relationship, and, and so on. And, I, and even if you don't succeed 100% of the time, when you're, you know, you're kind of changing your mindset and your approaches, here's what I know. You're still going to learn from your mistakes. You're going to come out on the other side, I believe, stronger. And you'll see from what it is that I'll share with you in this episode. Now, remember, it's important to acknowledge that every marriage um, experiences pressure in different ways. So don't compare your marriage with other people's, right? Remember now, you, your, your um, relationship, the makeup of it, and, and so on, and your experiences, and all that's going on in your own relationship, it's not the same. It's unique to your marriage. People may go through similar things, but you're going through what you're going through, and they're going through what they're going through, and you don't know what they're, what's happening behind closed doors. Right, so don't compare your mere marriage, your relationship, because people experience marriage. I mean, pressure in different ways, but it's not that we experience those pressures and those stressors. It's how we respond to it that truly matters, and that's what this podcast is all about: appropriate response. And we'll unpack some more of what it is I have for you right after this message. So the big question is this, how is it possible that you have a happier marriage when you feel like you've tried everything? Your spouse isn't making an effort. You're exhausted. You feel like giving up or there's so much hurt that's taken place between you and your spouse. That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. While marital pressure can be uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, it is. I, I know. And I've just explained our, my, only my own discomfort. It can be very uncomfortable. I believe it also presents an opportunity for, for growth and transformation within your marriage, within your own personal life. And as a couple, I believe that when you weather or you're able to weather the storms and the pressure, the stress of your relationship, I find that couples often come out stronger on the other side, because they've embraced and they've chosen to respond appropriately or differently to the pressure than others would. And I believe that when they do, you're going to experience, and when you do, when I do, we're going to experience, I believe, some helpful, some alcohol benefits, right? First, I think we're going to experience um, an opportunity for personal and and relational growth. I can tell you it's going to stress you. I mean, stress. Yes, it's stressing you. Stretch you. It's going to stretch you um, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. And I believe that, you know, I think um, there was a, pa a pastor who would say, when the tough, uh, when uh, the tough things gets going, how do, when things get tough, the tough gets going, right? Something like that. But I think that um, it's, it's, we're going to have personal and, and relationship growth. And it's just like how diamonds, right? Diamonds are formed under extreme pressure. I believe that marriage, diamond marriages are also formed under extreme pressure. Not all the time. Of course, you know, it's it's not sustainable every single day. And not, you're not going to go and look for pressure or stress just to be, to say, I have a diamond marriage. No, when it comes, right, you can experience that like diamonds under extreme pressure, on a heat, 
I believe your marriage can become stronger when faced with challenges. Secondly, I believe that stre- um, pressures allows couples right to to deepen their understanding and, and empathy towards each other. My wife and I, when I was struggling in recuperating and getting better, I mean, she was there. She empathized. She did all she had to do to make sure that I was okay. I could not sleep in the bed for weeks. And she would check in on me to make sure I'm going to sleep in my chair and I'm going to be okay. I had everything I needed so I don't have to get up because it was tough getting getting up. So I believe that couples experience um, a deeper understanding and empathy and it creates a sense of unity and, and shared purpose because you're pulling together to make it happen. And that's when you truly know you're connecting at a deeper level. And lastly, I believe that when you successfully navigate the pressure together, um, it creates a foundation of trust and resilience. It tells you that if you can make it through this, you you more than likely can make it through anything else, right? So it it I believe it strengthens your bond, your 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 um intimacy, but also your faith. Your faith in God um can be strengthened for years to come because you see how God pulls you through. Because as my, myself, my wife, we've seen how God pulled me through my surgery and my recovery. And I know that my faith in God went to another level, another level, and my wife as well, because we see, we saw what God did for me. Now, before I share with you the five practical strategies that Sarah and John could implement so that they um, and their marriage could succeed while under the pressure that we shared earlier, and how you can too, right? Let me ask you to give me about 90 seconds to share some very important information with you. Right? Thank you for, for allowing me 90 seconds. I think you you would have nodded and said, okay, you go ahead at this point. So in this, I want to share with you that about ratings and reviews for podcasts. It's one of the key um, ways that podcasts right, can fulfill them, their mission um, that they're about in, in what they're after. Like for us, for me, Happier Marriage Secrets is about eradicating unhappiness in marriage globally, right? Or making marriages happier again. That's the mission. And so review and ratings tells, you know, what it does. It allows podcast platform to to gauge the show's importance by the reviews and ratings and puts it before a lot more people. And that's what it's all about. So you can help with that. And um, one of those ways that you can do is show your appreciation and gratitude for this podcast because I believe the, the value that's been provided, um, the content that's helping you in your marriage all for free, I believe that you, the least I can ask is that you would leave me a rating and a review for this episode, this podcast. And I'll tell, you, I'll tell you at the end how quickly it can be done. I'll share with you how that can be done very easily. So I'll give that overview, overview to you at the end of this episode. So hang in there and I'm going to ask you to do that for me. Okay. I appreciate that. Now, if you have missed any of the past episodes of this podcast and wondering how you can actually go back and get them all in one place, you can go to happiermarriagesecrets.com, happiermarriagesecrets.com, and you'll find access to all the podcasts there as well. But you can also get that on the platform in which you're listening to this episode today. Now, if this is your first time you're listening to me, or if you are a returning fan, thank you for being here Knowing you are here inspires and encourages me. So please share with at least one other spouse or married couple this this podcast. And this show is brought to you by KingsleyGrant.com. 
where you'll find resources and other services that might be of interest to you and to your, your partner. So please pay a visit to kingslegrant.com. And again, thank you. Now, let's quickly review Sarah and John's story again, just for context for what to do when you, like them, are facing undue pressure um, in your marriage. Sarah and John have been married, as I mentioned earlier, 13 years, two small children, loving each other very much, but they're going through a tough time. Um, they've been, John been working long hours, um, Sarah been feeling overwhelmed, taking care of the kids and the house. She's feeling lonely and re- neglected, right? And they've been arguing more and more lately, which pressure tend to do, it brings those things up into relationship. And they're, they're both feeling like they're at their wit's end. So with that in mind, I'm going to discuss with you then, or, or share with you some practical strategies that Sarah and John could implement. Five of those things five strategies I believe they can implement to make sure their marriage succeeds under pressure and how you may too. Number one, communicate openly and honestly with your spouse. John, feeling pressure because of the work, he is responsible of communicating in a way to Sarah so she can understand, so she can learn to empathize with him more. Um, Because sometimes when you're under pressure, you're working long hours, you're fatigued. We tend to act from a place of fatigue and it's not going to come out right. It's going to come out in a way that is very um, terse. It's very uh, sharp. It's it's like almost like snapping. Right. And you know what the fatigue does. So John may have to ask Sarah for some time just to be able to to kind of get his, himself back together after a long day. So they communicate openly and honestly with your spouse. Sarah also has to communicate about how she's feeling and how she's feeling neglected without blaming John. It's just really what what she's feeling. And she may not necessarily, she doesn't want to say, I don't want to say, John, because you are why I'm feeling this way. Don't accuse him. I believe that he can communicate openly and honestly. And that's why I've made, I've talked about different um if you have not yet watched my videos on my YouTube channel, I share about how to create a safe space, emotionally safe space for your marriage, because this is where you're going to have this open and honest conversation. Number two, spend time together doing things you both enjoy. I know it's, I can imagine when you're going through a very stressful time. I know for me, when I was going through my uh, recovery, of course, I could not do much. I had to really stay put I can do much activity. So it was hard for me if I was going to implement this. This strategy for me may not be the one that would work for me right now. It doesn't mean it may not work for you, but I'm putting giving you five. You can choose which one is the more applicable for your situation right now. So spend time together doing things you both enjoy. Maybe going for a walk, maybe going to undo window shopping, maybe going by the beach, maybe going for a drive, maybe going to get coffee just to do something. Just change up the routine of things. Spend time doing something you both enjoy. Number three, be supportive of each other during good times and bad times. You've got to find a way. Sarah and John had to show support because John had to empathize with Sarah, who's, you know, with the kids and the house. And, you know, plus she also worked herself. And, and, and Sarah had to um, empathize with John because he's the, the main bread, bread ringer, bread winner, bringing home the, the bacon, right? So he, she needs to empathize, not because he's bringing home the bacon, but simply because he's have long hours, leave home very early, come home very late, and she wants him to help. She wants him to help, as you can imagine. But she has to empathize, and they both have to figure a way. 
And that's why I said communicate openly and honestly uh, what might work for them. So be supportive of each other without ridiculing or criticizing or somehow comparing notes about who does what about the different work. That is not helpful. Number four, never take your spouse for granted. Never take your spouse for granted. So many couples take each other for granted because familiarity breeds contempt. And the more familiar you are, the more you may want to just overlook certain things and not want to listen and dismiss your spouse, your partner, because you're so fatigued, you're so tired, you're so overwhelmed, you're so upset. You just dismiss them. And it's not about even hearing their situation. So never take your spouse for granted, even under pressure. It's important that they know that you're also appreciated and acknowledging them for the work and the contribution they're bringing to the table in the family. And number five, one of the most important one, and I save it for the last, and that is pray together and ask God to bless your marriage. Ask God for strength and for the perseverance and the energy and the wisdom. Ask God to help you to guard your heart, to, to guard your tongue. Ask God to, to, to give you the resources and the wherewithal, maybe open doors that you may never have thought about. But pray for one another. Pray that God would strengthen your spouse. Pray that God would strengthen you and the marriage. And I believe that if you're able to do that, you will see the difference in your relationship. Power, prayer is powerful. Never underestimate the power of prayer and just speak to God. Ask God what it is you're asking. Go straight to him and talk to him. He wants to hear you because he says, come unto me, those who are um, heavy laden and, and burdened down with the stressors of life and cares. Say, I will be there for you because my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Come and cast that on me. I want to take that with you. So prayer is so, so very important. So the five strategies are, Communicate openly and honestly with your spouse. Spend time together doing things you both enjoy. Be supportive of each other, both during good times and bad times. Never take your spouse for granted and pray together and ask God to bless your marriage. Let me know which of these five strategies you've implemented and how they're working for you or which will you implement as a result of today's episode. I would love to hear from you about those um you know, which you have implemented or which you're going to implement as a result of this episode. Now, here's what we guys wrap things up here. Just to summarize that marriage is really um, every marriage. No marriage is immune to pressure. No marriage is immune to pressure. Right. But it's how we handle it determines the strength of our relationship, determines what happens during our pressure. How do we survive and come out on the other side, thrive in? rather than just surviving or rather than collapsing? How do we come out thriving on the other side? So if you like if you like to gauge, for example, your marriage right now might be, might be on, under a lot of stress or pressure and you're just kind of worried about your marriage and not even sure where it's at at this moment. If you like to gauge how well your marriage is doing under pressure or if you're just curious to know, um, if, if, even if it's not going through the pressure right now, it will one day. Let me encourage you to take the Happier Marriage Assessment Quiz, Happier Marriage Assessment Quiz, which can be completed in, completed in less than 90 seconds at happiermarriagesecrets.com slash quiz, happiermarriagesecrets.com slash quiz. Take that and it'll give you a good gauge of where your marriage might be right now. 
Sarah and John's story, I believe, reminds us that, as I mentioned earlier, through open communication, seeking help, seeking God's help, um, anchoring their their marriage in faith and and, and trusting and persevering and being patient like them, we can overcome the challenges that we face. Remember, pressure can be an opportunity for growth. And, And together, you and your spouse can emerge stronger and more connected. Now, I'd like to know your thoughts on anything we covered today from the start of the show to this point, and hopefully also the change you may have seen in this uh, the format of how we're doing the show. And let me know your thoughts about that. Send me an email or direct message me on Instagram or on Facebook. And let me know if you have a question or a comment, and you can also do that there as well. Now, leaving a rating and a review is as simple as I mentioned before. It's simple as this. Go to your Apple Podcast app, search for the podcast Happier Marriage, Secrets Happier Marriage, and navigate to the podcast, you know, the image. Click on that image. When you click on the image, just scroll all the way down. You'll see ratings and reviews. Click the five stars. I know you're going to do that. Thank you so much. Click the five stars and write a brief um, review. Three or three lines is all it takes. It can happen in under 90 seconds, I believe. Once you are at the page, on the 90 seconds, you can wrap it all up. So I would love to hear, to see you adding your rating and review to the show. So thanks again for listening. And the announcer will tell you how to get a free gift just for staying to the end. Remember, all the links mentioned today will be in the notes that accompanies this episode. Now let's make marriages happier again. We've come to the end of another exciting show. And if you enjoyed this podcast, one, make sure you give this show a rating and review. Two, subscribe to the show to get all new releases. And three, get your complimentary copy of the five secrets to a happier marriage ebook at kingsleygrant.com slash HMS ebook. Again, it's kingsleygrant.com slash HMS ebook. See the link in the show notes. Do it today. Don't delay. Thanks so much for listening and make sure you tell one other spouse about this show or better yet, share it with them. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May he turn his face toward you and give you his peace both now and forever.